Good morning, awesome people. It's Monday, the Monday after Super Bowl, February 8th. So, uh, who watched the Super Bowl? It ended up being the Super Bowl again because it was very one sided, it looked like. Um, I was kind of rooting for the underdog, but, um, he couldn't pull it together, I guess. He kept getting sacked. And I, I don't know why he kept running so far back. He kept losing yards. But uh, they'll probably get talk, talking to this morning about that. But uh, I don't know. Um, I liked some of the commercials, like the Jeep commercial. And um, I think it was um, the Tracker. And um, was it Cabela's? Or no, Outdoor. Outdoor Land, I forgot what it was, but um, they had very kind of nature, get back into nature, which I think we need more, right? Um, <clears throat> with the mask, we're not getting a lot of exchange of uh, biota, but uh, the more the more environments you go to, forests, deserts, oceans, mountainous, the Texas Hill Country, you're getting different biota and different exposures and um, microbes that help you fight um, the bad microbes. So <clears throat> something to think about. I like those commercials the best. But uh, anyway, uh, I wanted to kind of continue from yesterday what I was talking about uh, fatigue and, um, you know, talking to your body. Um, you know, I think a lot of most of us get into the routine of working out or uh, doing this and that and we're we're so focused on um with the requirement or the schedule or the training plan and the outcome versus um being being in the moment and uh feeling our body right you know so um you know, try to focus more on that, you know, what is actually happening in your body, having gratitude for your ability, um, living in that gratitude and, um, you know, uh, focusing on the movement and the activity and um, not, not the outcome of, oh, I, I hit this, I was supposed to hit 200 watts for this workout. And instead, you know, afterwards, how are you feeling? How did it make you feel? How did you feel before? How did you feel during? How did you feel after? You know, is your body trying to tell you something? Are you just pushing through and and um, trying to hit those numbers, you know? So something to think about. Um, I learned a long time ago, you know, I I I had this feeling and, uh, you know, I've, I've heard an uh, interview with Lance Armstrong and he, he still has the same, you know, if you're an athlete, if you're working out um, 10, 12, 15, 20 hours a week or more, you know, uh, that doesn't necessarily equate to health, you know, because you also have to look and a lot of athletes, they work out hard and do that. And then they go out and eat anything they want. You know, like an example, I think Michael Phelps, 
he would eat a lot of McDonald's and this and that, you know, and he did great. You know, he's a great performer. He's the best Olympian ever. But uh, what what could he have been capable of if he looked at all aspects of his health and stuff like that, you know, so um, that's just an example. I don't know. I don't know exactly what he ate, but I know that he ate a whole lot and um, not necessarily all nutritious, you know, so but just think about it that um, even if you're working out a lot of number, a lot of hours, you know, what are you putting into your body? Um, what, what are you resulting in your body? Um, cause we have a tendency to push through and not listen to our body and then, um, fatigue it or break it down or get injured or have issues, you know, and then, uh, then a lot of times like, um, this vaccine, it seems to be treating the symptoms more than just, um, making you immune or are not contagious for the the virus um you know uh if we have an injury or if we have an issue like gi issue or something like that from overtraining we tend to treat the symptoms versus try to find the root cause right so um so an example of that is, right, uh, you hear of young gymnasts, 14, 15, 16, and they're working out so hard they don't get their menstrual cycle. You know, that's a sign that you're overstressing the body in one area, and so it's it's um, not performing in another area, right? And so those are kind of things to look out for, right? So, you know, nagging pain, stomach issues, uh, tiredness, um, all those kind of things, you know. Something else that really opened my mind to this was um, listening to David Goggins. I don't I don't know if it was in his book or, no, I think it was in his book, and he's mentioned it in interviews too, but um, so he had all these accomplishments, you know, he went through BUDS three times, he went through uh, ranger training, um, he did all these ultra marathons, he did triathlon, you know, he did all this stuff, right? And then he discovered that he had a hole in his heart, you know, so I have a question, you know, like, what was he feeling and what was going on that maybe he could have, he was not aware of that. So I have a question around that. But then later on, he figured that out and he got back and then he kind of got back a little bit, but then he had another episode where he he couldn't he i think i don't know if he couldn't walk or he just felt really tired or he couldn't perform the way he was used to right and they figured out you know his heart was okay but then he figured out himself he listened to his body he actually i think there was a, a break in the book where he actually figured it out himself and that's something else i was going to tell you you know we can go to doctors and the medical field and all that stuff. Um, Hipp Hippocrates said, let food uh, be thy medicine, but also know that the best doctor for you is you because, you know, doctors are busy. They have a hundred patients every day 
and they only see you for five minutes or ten minutes. They ask you a few questions, but they have no understanding even close to what you're feeling or what's going on in your body or, you know, right? And then most of us don't pay attention to that, so we don't know ourselves. But if we have conversations with our body, if we pay attention, if we ask questions, if we research, um, in the end, we're going to be the best caretaker or best doctor for ourselves, right? I mean, of course, if you come up to a question or, or something medical, you go to a doctor, hey, doc, I, I was researching this, I was um, being aware of my body, and I noticed this, what do you think? You know, you, you bring information to the doctor so that then they can take their experience and their training and advise you on that. But overall, um, you're in your body 100% of the time, so you know everything that's going on with it, you know what you feel, um, and so being aware of that and then you're going to be the best or worst person to care for yourself right so i think there's a study out there that um if you're on a medication um you're we're more apt to give our our pet their medication on time and the proper dosage and to completion of the prescription we're more um probable doing that than ourselves right we're we're really horrible at taking care of ourselves you know um you know if you're on medications how many times have you missed or you're late or you don't finish the whole prescription right so but um back to uh, goggins what he figured out um that his he never stretched and his muscles were so tight that he wasn't getting the proper circulation throughout his body because he had so much tightness, right? He was just pushing through and, you know, doing his thing that he pushes through and he goes to the other side or he, he turns into Goggins and <clears throat> he just gets it done, right? And he's probably the best example in the whole world of how to push through to accomplish great things, right? And that's all well and good. But if you're not listening to your body, eventually your body's going to shut down or tell you or get injured or have issues with your GI or your energy or your your mental capacity, you know, right? So um, just think about that, right? So, let, you know, Take, take a journey inside of your body, mental, you know, that's part of meditation is when you're meditating, you know, you try to empty your mind of thought, you focus on your breathing, and then you focus maybe for a minute on the outside noises or things going on outside, and then you kind of let your brain go like a horse in the field. And then after a minute, you rein it back in, you rein it back in, and then you empty your mind and you think about the things that are going in on your body, right? So take an exploration through your body mentally, you know, go, you know, focus on the, the tips of your toes, then focus on each individual toe and focus on your foot and your foot and your hands have more bones in them than any other area in the the body that uh, focus on all those bones, you know, because like 
right now if I walk I have a pain on the outside right of my foot you know I don't know if I don't think it's a stress fracture but it could be a potential future stress fracture if I were to go out and run 10 miles every day uh, would how long would my foot hold and what what should I do to strengthen that area or stretch it better or um, get more circulation of that area so that that weakness or that pain is no longer there right so things like that you know take an exploration through your body where you know I know where all my chronic pains are and I mean I have chronic pain in my neck you know and so I'm constantly trying to do things to you know another thing is we don't train ourselves um, if we have a chronic injury or injury a lot of times we'll want to protect it or guard it or hold that right and so that's a natural protection of us right so but um, when we're protecting that or holding it we're creating an imbalance and then we're uh, walking differently or holding our body differently to where when we have that imbalance we're going to cause other imbalances or other weaknesses or injuries right so uh, focusing on that area to let it go, to not hold it, to um, let it relax, to imagine that blood flow is going to that area, that it's it's warm or um, it melts, you know, things like that. And I, I mentioned earlier, we have a connection with our body. We're hyper-connected with our phones and Facebook Um we're hyper-connected virtually or electronically when we're, we're not really connected personally. We're not really connected with our community. How many people know all their neighbors, right? And I'm not good at it either right now. As soon as we move, that's going to be one of my big things is to really get to know my neighbors and neighborhood. And then we're not connected to ourselves. So I mentioned when we're working out, we're all focused on how hard we're going to go, that our, what is our workout that's written, are we going to complete it all, you know, did we finish the, the goal of the workout, right, but we're not paying attention to us, we're not connected to us inside, what's going on, uh, what's really benefiting us, right, and then, so that gets me into, you know, so what's your goal, you know, so I've been competing for 30 years, you know, I've won numerous races, I've had records, I've raced internationally, I raced in college, you know, I've had all these accomplishments, you know, and like, sure, you get that bug where you just want to keep going and you want to continue and you want to continue to outdo yourself, right? But it's an exhaustive task, right? And you can mentally tear yourself up if you're just always after that right i have friends that want to make it to kona and they have all these attempts and they just keep you know what they keep doing the same thing and getting the same result instead of stepping back and really looking what do i need to do to get here right but um you know so my point is uh, what what brings you the most value? So like right now, the most value is, you know, making sure that I'm, you know, 
I've been running for 30 years. I still have good knees. I have a hip injury from a car accident, you know, lower back, upper back, neck, shoulder issues, right? The biggest value to me is to make it into my 80s and 90s where I can still walk and those things aren't debilitating me, right? Um, getting together with groups or running with Queen T or running with the boys, enjoying those moments with other people and, and training and being fit and uh, getting out in the community and exercising with others. I find value in that, Help helping others. Um, helping others just like I'm doing right now, you know, uh, trying to deep think and share to maybe you can think about your fitness and your health and your activity and your goals a little bit differently uh, to, to go a little bit deeper and not be this, uh, live in the superficial of the t-shirt and the finisher award and uh, posting on Facebook your selfies and how hard you worked out, you know, but get finding an inner connection with what what value do those activities or other activities bring you, right? So I don't know if that makes sense to y'all. Y'all let me know. Tell me what you think. But uh, just to me, all this is living to the plus.